and we're going to raise a lot of hell today. A lot I don't of know. hell. You're going to have to work to get at it all today. I know. Stan, Lots to talk I'm, about. I missed you last week because of hockey. I just yeah. want to tell everyone this is going to happen, so get used to it. We have we get bumped once in October, once in November, and then I don't think we're going to get bumped for a really long time. So don't worry. When we are bumped, it usually means I'm out cheering for the Gophers, but it also means that I'll be jam-packed and loaded for bear the following week, right? They must think your show is pretty important here to the K-Talk airwaves because, I mean, you're one of the few shows that's uh, not getting bumped. I know. I know. When you look at it, it's just a, a handful of times over the course of six or eight months, so that's pretty good. Uh, good Saturday afternoon, everyone. Hello, I'm Sue Jeffers. This is the Sue Jeffers Show. Uh, Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and com. Stan, I just want to brag for a little bit here, too. I have my own iHeart radio station. You do? Uh-huh, and so do you. Oh, my goodness. I'll I have to know. look that up. I know. So That's for... the best way. I mean, it's so easy. Just type in the name of the show. Yes. On iHeartRadio, and it pops up. Boom! There yep. we are. You can listen to every show. You can, um, as a, like last week, I told people, go to the, there's no Sue Jeffers show live, but go to the iHeartRadio Sue Jeffers page. You can find it. You can listen to back ones you might have missed or other interesting ones every week. And is, you can do it on your phone, your tablet, your computer, right, wherever right, you're at. Right. I mean, take it with you when you go out for a run or a drive or a whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a great Great show planned to you, planned for you today, and yes, it is definitely going to be jam packed. Twyla Braze is going to Citizens Council for Health Freedom will be joining us at three thirty five. She's going to tell you about the Citizens Council for Health Freedom's annual fundraiser. This is a big deal. It's going to be really good this year, and she'll give you all the details on it. I'll give you reminders about it. It's coming up on October 24th, and if you cannot attend, there are a lot of things happening on October 24th, but if you cannot attend, well, just write her a big, giant check, and she'd be happy with that, too. This is her her annual fundraiser. This is a big thing, and because she was supposed to be on last week, uh, now she's coming. We just bumped it back a week, so she'll be coming in today. So many things are happening in healthcare uh, that I actually told Twyla I wanted to talk about a lot of different issues with her. So we're going to ask her to weigh in on everything from uh, birth control pills to real ID to Rebecca Otto, who's running for, wants to be the next Minnesota governor. What She she just released a universal health care plan for the state of Minnesota. Um, and I, what I think is so important is to try to, um, to try to make sense of this mess, this boondoggle that we've got going on uh, with our health care system here in the United States. We're going to try to break it down so, so that there's a lot less confusion, so people understand what Obamacare is, what me Insure is what Minnesota Care is, what Medicare is, what um, what's happening with the rates? What's what's this reinsurance stuff? What about the subsidies? There's just all this stuff happening, and it it's true that there is no repeal, which we're going to continue to demand it. The Republicans promised us for seven years that they would repeal Obamacare, and I, I just people are going to go crazy if the Republicans don't live up to their word. We're already going crazy uh, because we haven't got 
water repeal yet. But the good news is things are changing. Things are happening. Trump's doing some of it on his own. Uh, some of the other stuff is just uh, Obamacare itself collapsing. Uh, so you won't want to miss the segments that um, I'm going to have Twyla Braze on with me. I also, oh my gosh, talk about crazy. Okay, you guys know how much I like uh, local politics, how important I think local politics are, and how I don't think enough of you pay enough of it enough attention as to what's happening in your city. I live in New Brighton. Oh my God. Wait till you hear the story I have to tell you. The New Brighton mayor not only called a fellow council member a racist, but she swore at her. And I am so furious. I want that mayor to resign. I think she should step down. I think she is so absolutely incredibly unprofessional. I just cannot believe Leave it, uh, and I want a public apology. I'm I'm tired of this mayor constantly embarrassing New Brighton. But there are a lot of other things that are going on uh, in your local in your local on your local units of government. Whether it's your school board, whether it's your city council, your county commissioners, they're doing things that you probably didn't ever think they'd be doing when you went out and voted for, and especially the. Um, these are supposed to be nonpartisan races. This is not supposed to be about politics. Well, let me tell you, in some cases, it's gotten really, really ugly. My public service announcement for the week is don't forget your property taxes are due Monday. So I paid mine today, and it just it, it makes me so angry at how much money they take from us, and they squander it. And if you live in Ramsey County like I do, heads up, Ramsey County, because they have already said, hey, Ramsey County, residents prepare yourself prepare yourself for sticker shock and if you think it's bad this year wait till you see next year in where i live i'm looking at a county tax increase of seven percent i'm looking at a city tax increase of ten percent i'm looking at a county uh tax increase of ten to 20 percent you know the value of my house is going to go up and then the school board Moundsview is coming in with this huge levy that is and, and i try to talk to people about this uh, I've, I've been out door knocking and the only i've only had one person bring up the school levy and he was in favor of it i am not in favor of it it's a huge levy and i said to him I go, do you realize how much this is going to cost you? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. He said, maybe $20 a month. And I go, or 30. And he goes, or 40. And and I'm like, and do you realize for, we're, we're talking four or five hundred dollars a year? And you think it's worth it because your kids are in the in the school system. And then I, I pointed out, I go, look at that lady over there. She's a senior citizen. Where's she going to get that extra six hundred dollars? And and look at that lady down there, that single mom trying to raise her kids. Where's she going to get that extra money? And he's like, oh, uh, well, they'll figure it out. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Ugh. Also on today's show, um, I told you we were loaded for bear today. Also on today's show, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on in the state of Minnesota because we're hearing over and over again that Amazon is looking to expand. Uh, they want a super sweet deal. Uh, secret, of course. Yeah, secret. Um, they want this super sweet deal from Minnesota with huge benefits and tons of goodies. Um, and, and you know what? The existing businesses won't get that. The existing 
businesses will will be the ones that are are going to be taxed more as they pay for all the goodies that the state's going to hand over on a silver platter to Amazon. And you're going to have a very difficult time getting Amazon to locate in Minnesota because Dayton's Minnesota includes high taxes, high energy costs, crazy labor law, increased congestion, declining schools, and cold weather. And when when you look at all that, why would Amazon want to come here? Why? Well, they wouldn't, of course. We have th- three shiny new stadiums, though. I know. Oh, we do have three shiny and new stadiums. And a fourth one coming. Yeah, I, I know. You're, oh, you always look at the bright side, Stan. That's why I love you it's on this It's a little cloudy show. today, so I thought it'd brighten the mood a little Thank bit. Thank you. Uh, and just remember... Uh, Governor Dayton's almost out of here. He has done a tremendous amount of damage in eight years. We've got a lot of Democrat uh, governor wannabes. Uh, in fact, what the heck? We've got a lot of Republican governor wannabes. And some of them, I got to tell you, they have the same destructive policies. Some are even worse than what you've seen out of Mark Dayton. So when I tell you, and I tell you this every election season, when I, and I'll tell it to you again, uh, every, every election counts. Every election matters. And when you're talking about a local election, some in some cases it can be just a handful of votes that will decide who's going to be the next mayor or who's going to be the next city council member or who's going to be the next county commissioner or the next school board member. And these people are sticking their nose into so many areas where they're where they don't belong, where they're calling half their community racists. They're increasing the minimum wage just for their businesses. They're um, uh, uh, doing uh, implementing policies to impact their carbon footprint. Uh, and in other cases, they're doing really important things, too, whether it's uh, community relations, police relations, public safety, uh, schools, all kinds of stuff. So uh, anyway, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about our crazy mayor in the city of New Brighton. This is just so crazy. You're never going to believe this story. Uh, and then we'll talk about a few other local things. And don't forget Twyla Bray's 335 talking everything healthcare. Stay tuned. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. Session? Oh, yeah. I, I just pulled it up. Holy cow. <laughs> I you know. want to talk about a cat fight. Oh, crazy. Hey, everyone. Good Saturday afternoon to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Sue Jeffers. This is the Sue Jeffers Show. You know, I am such a warm and cozy person yes. that, and so open. I see your heart in the welcoming. jar the and, way there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Stan, honest to God, you would be shocked if you knew half the stuff people tell me and i'm sure i would i hear just the little bits and pieces that you tell me i know and i am i mean people will say now don't tell anyone or this is off the record or this and that and the other thing and i and i mean it is the stories i could tell i mean think of the ones i I think we should write on work on a book maybe i think maybe we should yeah we'd have to change some of the names because they could be pretty incriminating anyway 
So people tell me stuff, and it's everywhere I go. Like, honestly, even at the grocery store, people will, or the gas station, people will just tell me the craziest thing. So I come home the other day, and I open my front door, and in my front door is an envelope. And in the envelope is a bunch of paperwork, and it says, please enclose... Please find enclosed a property tax statement for a property that is currently owned by the mayor of New Brighton. Oops, I'm sorry. That are currently that our current mayor of New Brighton owned while in office. Note the X in the box indicates that she owes delinquent taxes. How can a person this irresponsible that does not pay their taxes on time run our city? If she can't budget her personal finances, how can we trust her to budget our city's money? This person should not be representing our city. Thank you, a concerned citizen of New Brighton. And with the and it and it happens, folks. Sometimes I come home and there in my mailbox or there tucked inside my front door is copies of some incredible piece of of whatever. Uh, so in, in it, it had a copy in in with this anonymous letter had a copy of a Ramsey County um, property tax bill. And of course, I open it up and the first thing I get furious about is because I look at how much is being paid to Ramsey County and the regional rail authority and the county library and the city and the school district and especially the school taxes. Oh my gosh, the school levies uh, approved and unapproved. Uh, And then I look down the special taxing districts like the Met Council, other taxing districts uh, and and non-school approved voter referenda. You voters. Stop Stop voting for that crap. Stop it. Make them accountable for the money that they have. But to be looking at the mayor of New Brighton's uh, delinquent taxes was a, a shock. And to be fair, I have been out lit dropping all over New Brighton for the last probably month or so, maybe six weeks, uh, and will continue for the next month because uh, our mayor needs to go. She is so disrespectful, so ridiculously disrespectful, and so ignorant on so many topics. And the priorities that she deems important are not the priorities that you would, would when you're out and about talking to people in New Brighton, you would not think they even lived in the same city when you talk about what the mayor thinks are important versus what the people of New Brighton thinks are important. And the, the, well, the tax increases, of course, has made everybody go absolutely crazy. The proposed levy, which there's a truth in taxation meeting coming up for everybody now. You can go to these meetings, and you might remember in Minneapolis a few years back, they were, people were so outraged at an almost... Uh, nine or ten percent property tax increase in the city of Minneapolis. They showed up down at City Hall with pitchforks, and that's what. And it, and they changed it. They actually lowered it. Uh, I think that was three years ago. They actually lowered their tax levy because people showed up. And folks, you have to show up. You have to show up, and you have to say you're wrong. Uh, last week at the forums for the city of New Brighton, over and over and over again. Uh, there were three candidates 
that said 10% is outrageous and ridiculous to increase the New Brighton City taxes 10%. On the other hand, you had the other three that said, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. I better jack it up. So you're looking at city taxes, county taxes, school ta- school taxes. This is this is so important, folks, because the... When they when I warned you, you pay your property taxes on Monday. When I warned you, Ramsey County and Hennepin County too, and some of the other counties, uh, sticker shock. I'm not kidding you. It is sticker shock coming next year. So these elections really matter. So October third, we had uh, October third. New Brighton had a work session, and our mayor is nuts. Our mayor came out and and basically said New Brighton was racist and unwelcoming. Uh, by the way, we aren't. Uh, according to our crazy mayor and most of the city council, New Brighton is so racist and unwelcoming, we have to do something. And we have to do it right now. We have to be more inclusive. And Stan got some audio for us that we're going to listen to because you guys have got to go to the October 3rd uh, work session. I posted it up on my Facebook, but you have to go to the October 3rd work session for New for New Brighton and listen at the two minute, two hour and 18 minute mark where the New Brighton mayor is pushing white privilege. She calls a, she calls a, a fellow sitting city council member a racist. She swears at her on camera. And the funny thing, off camera, she told her to go to hell. Uh, and then the mayor leaves the work session in tears and turns the cameras off, which, by the way, is illegal. Uh, mayor, The mayor wants to be reelected in November. Oh, no, no, no. Hell no, no, no. Um, it, it's just crazy. Do you have some audio for us, Dan? This is actually what you're just talking about, <laughs> the end when she walked out uh, and was name-calling. Yeah. Let's see here. Cue it up. There we go. <laughs> okay, we'll cue it up. Yeah, we'll cue there it up. We go. Down we'll slow here. Oh, I'm passionate about this. I'm so passionate about hearing the, all sides of the story. And for you to disregard the fact that white privilege exists is beyond me. Dean, I'm going to let you go, and then I'm going to excuse myself for two minutes. Unbelievable. It was just unbelievable. Earlier, and the two minutes before that is uh, pretty juicy as well. Yeah, why don't you cut that one up, and we'll get to that one a little bit later in the show, too. People will have something to look forward to. But you know what? The bottom line, racism, to, racism is not a label that you can just slap on anyone. Uh, Mayor Johnson has 100% absolutely no business calling a fellow council member uh, a racist and basically implying that ha- the white half the white residents in in New Brighton half of the city uh, is not unifying that we're racist um, the I, I'm just so astonished Gina gave a really great Gina Bauman uh, that's the one who I'm lit dropping for well Sue Erickson I'm lit dropping for her too uh, and door knocking for them and I've been all over the city and I'm not kidding you the reception has been phenomenal so many people have been saying oh, we can't believe that mayor she is uh, she's unbelievable she is so unprofessional and so and she and they're just really tired of her embarrassing the city of New Brighton Gina during the meeting you have to go to at the 
October 3rd work session. Gina gave a great story about being raised Italian and some of the and some of the attitudes that she had to deal with. Uh, the mayor of New Brighton, like like so many guilty white liberals, uh, are just pandering to some of these uh, some of the, the people of color and minorities that that live in the city. Uh, and you know what? The bottom line is it's a privilege to live in America and it's not because of your color. It's because you live in the United States of America. But these people, they firmly they firmly believe white privilege exists. Uh, it was hilarious to listen to Mayor Johnson go on and on towards Gina. And Gina had finally had enough. And she said, uh, see if you can find this part, Stan, because the part was so amazing. The mayor loves her gavel and she just bang, 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 smashes that thing all the time. Anytime she wants someone to shut up, bang, bang, bang. This is my agenda. This is my gavel. Bang, 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 bang. And so the mayor's hammering the gavel and she's like, you're out of order. And Gina looks at her and goes, and you're out of line. That was my favorite line in the whole entire in the whole entire thing. And I just cannot believe that on camera, on camera, the she swore at Gina, you know, and and then off camera told her to go to hell. And well, and our city manager isn't doing much to help this mess of a situation, too. He just recommended that we print all of our city documents in other languages. And it's like, really, you can do that on your cell phone, Dean. We don't need to. Uh, we don't need to have that. So anyway, my whole point is I cannot tell you how important these local elections are. I cannot tell you how important it is that you look and see what's on your uh, ballot for coming up in November. I know everybody go. Everybody talks about the presidential elections and even pretty much to the 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 off year elections. Um, but but these local elections, they impact you right where you live. And you can see these people. In fact, Connie Bernardi today tweeted out that, oh, go on up to Freedom Park and you can meet the the current mayor and you can meet these two people who are running for uh, city council. So I went up there and there were like five people there. And then um, less than 15 minutes later, they all just packed up and went home. All, and it was not raining at noon. And so I'm going to tweet back to her that I went up there, Connie, to have a talk with our current mayor to tell her how disgusted I was with her unprofessional, embarrassing behavior. Uh, and, oh, everybody was gone. How ridiculous is that? How ridiculous? Did you find the rest of that clip? Yeah, I'm not sure exactly which uh, part you want. That's okay. You know what? We'll figure it out, and we'll come back to it a little bit later Mm -hmm. because I don't want to cut into Twilight. Way more local after Twilight, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have way more local after Twilight. We're going to have way, um, well, stuff that's going on in the state of Minnesota, too. Um, Twyla's got a lot of really important stuff. I know I talk about healthcare a lot. I know I do. But folks, you're just confused. You're confused about all kinds of things. You don't know the difference between Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act. You don't understand what Minsure is. You don't understand the subsidy things. You don't understand Trump's uh, executive orders. You don't understand reinsurance. You don't you don't know the difference between Medicaid and Medicare. So Twyla is coming in to tell us about her annual fundraiser if you can't attend write her a giant check um but the the most important part about that is when twyla said she was coming in to tell us about the citizens council for health freedom annual fundraiser i'm like i'm not letting her go till we straighten out some of these things 
It really, truly is not that complicated. And when you have someone like Twyla, who I keep telling you, she's the smartest woman I know, uh, to help you set it straight. I know sometimes I paint with a little broad brush, too. But Twyla's here to help us understand that it's really not all that confusing. So uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Twyla Braze will join me. She's with the Citizens Council for Health Freedom. Always an important listen. Stay tuned. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, Good Saturday afternoon, everyone. How you doing? Lucky I have a producer here to say, hey, you going to talk to Twyla or are you going to talk to our listeners? Hey, everyone. Good Saturday afternoon. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and com. Joining me, smartest woman I know, Twyla Braze. Hey, Twyla. Hello, Sue. Citizens Council for Health Freedom. This is a big deal. This is Twyla's uh, annual fundraiser. She needs to raise tons of money because, listen, Think about this. Think about how often I'm talking about things healthcare. Every week I say something about the mess that healthcare is in the United States of America. Every single week. Twyla's one of the few that's fighting for us, and there is nobody out there who fights as hard as Twyla does. She not only fights for Minnesota, she goes to Washington, D.C. She's everywhere fighting, and, and a whole number of things. Everything from baby DNA to privacy issues to Obamacare to Minsure to subsidies, and she's actually read the Constitution, too, so how about that? So, yeah, Twyla, smartest woman I know. Well, hello, so thanks for yeah. that grand introduction. I know, I got a little sidetracked there for a second, but I want people to understand how smart I think you are, and I want people to understand how hard you work for us, and I don't think you get as much appreciation as you should. So Twyla's got a annual fundraising event coming up on October 24th. It's in Minneapolis. Sorry about that. I know I already whined about that, but I for Twyla, I will go downtown Minneapolis. Uh, yep, you heard it here. We're going to go down, and if you can't make it there, then send her a big fat check. But Twyla, tell us about this event. It sounds great. So this event is called an Evening with Pete Hegseth in support of Health Freedom. We are, as you said, we are going to be in downtown Minneapolis at the Marriott City Center. It has parking right there, right there. in the building, right? <laughs> and uh, so it's easy. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's dry. It's easy. It's everything. Yes. And um, and then we have Howard Root. So Pete Hegseth is going to be talking about why in healthcare we should really stay in the arena. So he he. He wrote a book called In the Arena, and it's important to be in the arena for freedom, or otherwise we can just, you know, throw freedom away in this country, right? But in healthcare, I think it's so important to think about staying in the arena. I know a lot of people are disappointed because of what's happening, but one thing that I'll be talking about, which I'm not going to talk about here, but what I'll be talking about is how we're going to go back to freedom with or without Congress. And that's, you know, our organization does not feel like we are a government of, for, and by the Congress, right? We are of, for, and by the people. And so there is a lot of hope for healthcare, even though a lot of people think there isn't. There's a ton of hope for healthcare, and we will talk about that uh, on Octo- Tuesday, October 24th. Um, our organization is uh, going to be, I'll be on stage, Pete Hagseth will be on stage, and Howard Root will be on stage. I'm sure your listeners have probably heard. He's his... filled in for me twice. Oh, well, see, there They've you already go. got a start. Isn't his story incredible? <laughs> his, his story is amazing. I wrote, I read his story in two days with 
two, you know, two a.m. nights uh, <laughs> because it reads like a screenplay. And, I know. and so it's an amazing story. And it shows you what it means when the federal government is so big that it goes after the little guy. And in healthcare, they're going after all the little guys. And they've incorporated a bunch of corporate big guys to help them go after all of us. So. Anyway, so uh, Tuesday, October 24th, uh, Marriott City Center, 6 p.m. registration, 6.30 doors open, 6.45 dinner. Uh, We are asking for RSVPs by the 19th, so Thursday, the 19th of October. Uh, We would love to have everyone join us. We'd love to have you leave with hope like we have as our organization. And we, of course, really need your support for 2018, all the things that we are going to continue to do, such as, you know, going to Washington, D.C. Now we have friends in the Trump administration, which has made a really big difference. And for all of our work to go forward uh, and to continue in a way where, you know, we're feeling we're feeling good about what we have behind us and the people and the resources that we have behind us, we're dedicated to freedom. And so anyone who's dedicated to freedom, I just invite you to come. Oh, it'll be so, so good. And they can go to your webpage if they want more information, right? Right, at cchfreedom.org, cchfreedom.org. And we have a surprise for the listeners, so you have to stay tuned, because we're not going to tell you yet what the surprise is. So stay tuned. Okay, Twyla, there's a lot of stuff going on with healthcare. So much stuff, and people are getting so confused and Well, first of all, a lot of people are simply angry because the Republicans have promised us for seven years that they were going to repeal Obamacare and they're not. And they lied to us and and we're mad. People are really mad. And Obamacare is imploding. People are so frustrated. People can't afford their insurance. There's so many things wrong with it. And even when they tried to repeal it, they still didn't repeal it, and the liars tried to tell me that that they were this was a repeal. We haven't seen a repeal. We have not seen a repeal. There's been no bill to actually repeal. The bill to actually repeal there are they are there are bills, but they have never brought it up. It's only two pages. Everyone in the American public who can read English could understand it. It would take all twenty seven hundred pages away. It would uh, it would take all the twenty thousand plus pages of regulations away. Gone, gone, gone. That's what repeal means. It would take away the 159 bureaucracies, the pages of regulations, the subsidies, the wage redistribution, the Medicaid expansion, all the Obamacare, um, Affordable Care Act, taxes, the individual employer mandate, the management care controls on physicians. Um, Should I go on? Well, <laughs> I'm reading your list. Are you reading? My list? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we you have, thought I sounded really yes. smart there for a second, huh? Well, it's your list. <laughs> yes. Well, we have a one pager that really tells people what the Affordable Care Act is because too many people say, "Well, you know, we can just fix it," because they think it's just the premiums, the mandates, you know, the penalties. That's what they think it is. Oh, it's so much bigger. Those 2,700 pages. Those are huge. Right. So much bigger. It cannot be fixed. It cannot be fixed. I want a repeal that is one sentence long that just repeals the whole entire thing. Uh, Twyla, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dig in, dig into some of this um, Obamacare, Minsure, reinsurance, Medicaid and Medicare, some of all of that stuff a little bit later. Uh, 
not in the next segment, because in the next segment, when I tell you there are a lot of things happening, there are a lot of things happening. And I want to get Twyla to weigh in on Real ID. I want to get her to weigh in on Rebecca Otto's plan for universal health care for Minnesota and a couple other things before we jump into all the fun of Obamacare and what Trump's doing and and what Trump isn't doing. So stay tuned. Lots more coming. Oh, plus we have a surprise coming up. So yeah, stay tuned. Sue Jeffers with Twyla Braze, Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and com. Glenn. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Sue Jeffers. This is the Sue Jeffers Show. I have one of my favorite guests in studio with me, Twyla Braze, smartest woman I know. She actually came in to tell you about her October 24th fundraising dinner at the Marriott, downtown Minneapolis. You can go to her website to get more information on that, Citizens Council for HealthFreedom.org. No. Wait. Tell us again. CCHfreedom.org. CCHfreedom.org. And if you can't attend, send her a big fat check. Um, and and uh, Twyla's going to talk. Pete Hegseth is going to talk. Howard Ritt's going to talk. You you know Howard Ritt's story. He, he filled in for me twice. You know his story. It's a great, powerful story. Uh, and, and best of all, Twyla's going to, with as crazy as things are, Twyla's going to give us some hope. That, that there's hope for how we can can take our health freedom back, uh, and, and that's just crucial. But we have some crazy stuff happening out there, and people are so confused uh, that I, I really want Twyla to touch on a couple of uh, other issues, and then we're going to go into uh, Obamacare and Minsure and Minnesota Care and subsidies and all of that kind of kind of stuff. Okay, the big battle that we saw a week ago, Twyla, was um, does reproduction fr- reproductive freedom mean forcing people to sin? And basically, you had the Trump administration unveiled regulations that gave employers uh, a, a, a religious exemption. And, oh, the left went nuts. The left went so nuts. They said, no abortion, no birth control, no maternity leave, no health care for your kids, no care for you. That's what a war on woman, women looks like, which is so ridiculous, because when did birth control become a right, Twyla? Well, actually, birth control is not a health care service. So it's not a, it's not, you know, it's it's not a medical service. This is something that people should just be paying for on their own if they want it. And it shouldn't be something that you would force an employer who is, you know, vehemently against it because of their conscience uh, to provide this to anyone. And so this is not a health care service, should never be deemed a health care service and shouldn't be part of any kind of a health care bill. I agree 100%. And I mean, seriously, do you hear people forcing their employers to pay for food or their house or their car or anything else? And the idea that in the last six years, people just think that 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 we owe them free birth control drives me so up the wall. I cannot I can I can't stand it. But I also realize we're going to have to have a very serious conversation um, about religious freedom. And and about what it means, because people just don't understand anymore. And probably the thing that has become the most apparent in the changeover from President Obama to President Trump is what the government gives, the government can take away. That's right. And it has always been the case, but people are feeling it now in ways perhaps that they have never felt it before or haven't felt it for a long time. 
Okay, next up, Rebecca Otto. She is currently the state auditor. Oh, man, that lawsuit that she's got going with Ramsey County and Wright County and, okay, one other county, and I'm sorry, little county, that I can't remember which one you are. Um, She's our state auditor. She has got to go, but Rebecca Otto thinks she wants to be the next governor of the great state of Minnesota. We are so thankful Governor Dayton is leaving, Uh, but Rebecca Otto came out, and she wants universal health care for the entire state of Minnesota. She released uh, the... Well, these aren't details. She, she, typical Democrat, really good at a lot of empty rhetoric. Uh, rhetoric. She calls the plan healthy, or the, she calls it healthy Minnesota plan. She says it's a game changer. She's providing a path for us to change what we're doing in the state. Under her plan, every Minnesota resident would get basic health care coverage and would be able to choose his or her doctor. Wait a minute, where have I heard these <laughs> things before? Okay, she said there would be no premiums or deductibles. Doctors would be paid to improve patients' overall health rather than just treat ailments. She said she believes her approach will, oh my God, the biggest whopper of all, lower health care costs and increase quality. <laughs> what do you think, Twyla? Oh my goodness, I feel just a little bit like uh, the Republicans saying they're going to repeal Obamacare. They never, ever really plan to do it. And she knows that she cannot put in universal health care because even the longtime author of the bill, John Marty, has had to pull it because of what the financial aspect of this is. It's hugely expensive. You just look at the state of Virginia who decided that they right. were going to have it, right? <laughs> and now you have California thinking about having, but Vermont pulled it back because there was no way that they were going to afford this thing. It was just going to kill their entire state budget. And of course, then people from Wisconsin and and North and South Dakota would just come over the border whenever they had a you know a condition and they get their care for a while and they go back to North Dakota and South Dakota, right? Yeah, it, it, that this will not happen. So she can she can make those claims. Plus, you know, it's interesting that claim. Oh, I just I wasn't looking at the the actual words as you read them, but the oh shoot, I can't. Oh, can here, you, can you hand me that piece of paper because yeah. I think it's really important when people say words and they make you know all of these kind Grandi- of claims yeah really really grandiose oh um oh shoot where (laughs) is it (laughs) um she's talking about patient care she's talking about all and and you know to make it oh basic coverage basic health care coverage you know what basic health care coverage is not what you buy insurance for what you buy insurance for is the catastrophe right so so here it's it's very much like um like canada right they have universal coverage but however you might have to wait for two years to get the care right so you've got your piece of paper but you don't have your you don't actually have access to care and then she claims what the doctor what will happen with the doctors but she doesn't know i'll bet she doesn't know this and now your listeners will get to know this for the first time that they've probably heard it there's a study from september 2016 of almost eighteen thousand physicians 48% of them are trying to figure out some way to get out of doing patient care. So they're either going to go into concierge where they go from 3,000 patients down to three or 500 patients, or they're going to go into non-clinical work, or they're going to retire early. This is the bureaucracy that has been set up not only by the Affordable Care Act, but by Medicare and Medicaid, and they're done with it. Now, what happens when you have no doctor to go to? This kind of a plan 
is not going to work because we are not going to have doctors in the room. Oh, my gosh. And to make it even crazier, Senator John Marty came out last week and he said Minnesota should offer single payer in their Amazon bid. He said it's a bigger incentive than all the subsidies and all the other benefits anyone could offer. They're just promising the moon. They are promising the moon and and they'll never get to the moon. Never. So crazy. And nobody right. actually should want to go to that moon, no, by the way. No. I, no. And, it, and it just amazes me that people actually think government running health care is a good idea. They're watching government run health care, and this is what's happening. And, I know. And it really is government running health care through the managed care organizations. So we look at health plans and we say, you know, this is one of the terms. You know, you asked about Obamacare versus Affordable Care Act, you know, when I wasn't yet up here to the microphone, I heard that. Uh, but one of the things is calling health plans insurance. Health plans are not insurance. And under the Affordable Care Act, we don't have insurance in this country anymore because every one of those health plans has to cover people with uninsurable conditions. Right. That means insurance is gone. And health plans really are corporate, they are, uh, sorry, they are, health plans are socialized medicine under corporate cover. They, this is the way oh. government, this is the way government runs. And right now the health plans are just doing it for the government. Uh, and those, that's our only choice because the Affordable Care Act said true insurance, the indemnity sort that actually pays. The financial product. Yep, yep. That that is prohibited for anyone over the age of twenty nine, right? With some exceptions, but right, isn't that crazy? So, it so is. that insurance insurance has gone from this country, and gone from this country, and people don't realize that now they've just got third party payment regulated and controlled by the government, and it's really socialized medicine through the health plans. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I harp on people all the time: you're confusing health care with health insurance, and you're right. There is no health insurance anymore. It's no. a health plan. There's there's a health plan, which is just third-party financing under government control. Uh, well, not total government control, but under government specifications. They get to keep all the money. Huge, huge. redistribution. Huge redistribution system that the Affordable Care Act set up, re- redistributing the workers' wages to the pockets of the health plans. Incredible. In order to say that they have covered everyone, right? right. Yeah. It's so, so, so crazy. So... Uh, President Trump, I'm so thankful that I'm saying President Trump instead of President Clinton. President Trump tweeted out seven years ago, congressional Democrats broke the American health care system. He's right. He's yes. right. Yes. And now um, he's trying to do things that are uh, fixing, uh, th- that are attempting to fix things. This morning, just this morning, 630 this morning, uh, Donald President Trump tweeted out health insurance stocks, which have gone through the roof during Obamacare years, plunged yesterday after I ended their Dems windfall. That's He's so right. True. So true. That's so true. And that windfall, the uh, cost sharing reduction subsidies, which people call them the CSR subsidies, um, those subsidies for people who don't know, it's to to uh, cover or partially pay, reduce the co-pays and the deductibles for people within a certain class, right? Those were illegally given by Obama I know. to the tune of $6 billion last year. And $7 billion this year That's and right. $10 billion 
I know. Okay. Okay. See how much more we have to talk about. Plus, we'll start taking phone calls. 651-989-5855. 651-989-5855. Now we're going to get into the nitty-gritty and everything that's going on. Sue Jeffers with Twyla Braze. Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com.